Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fishfane. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. All right, everybody, welcome. Holy cow, do we have a show today. Oh, my God. We are so happy to have you tuning in to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM. And, uh, by the way, just wanted to remind everybody, the uh, 720... uh, is going to be going away soon, so just keep that in mind. So make sure that you just keep those dials set to 101.5 FM in the Odyssey app and uh, stay with us uh, with uh, the departure of seven, the 720 signal coming up at the end of the month. So just uh, wanted to let you all know that. All right, best of pro wrestling news entertainment. Boy, do we have a loaded-up show. Of course, I've got Joe DeFalco here from Future Stars of Wrestling coming off a big show Friday night. Joe, how are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm conscious. <laughs> it's, it has been a hectic weekend, to say the least. Boy, did this show come together fast, that's for sure. Wow. You had a, you had a hectic one, too. Uh, is fish not around? No, fish is uh, apparently we have a sick fish. So it, Okay, because you, know, you, you started with me. You know, usually you always start with fish, so you know, it's a little taken aback. Oh, well, you know, saving, for, saving the best for last. You know how that goes. But it's all good, <laughs> Joe. Uh, but yeah, we're really excited today because we have two unbelievable guests on the show coming up. We've got in the first hour coming up here after our first break is going to be Impact Superstar and FSW alum Chris Bay is in the house, so we're very excited to have Chris on the show. He'll be he's live here with us in studio, and then the second hour. And, I, and Joe, I did this just for you. 80s icon Baby Doll is going to be on the show today. And we're going to be taking it back and back to, uh, for those of you that are old school wrestling fans, and it's it's amazing how entrenched she is in wrestling history, and we're going to get to talk to her in the second hour. So, Joe, we're loaded up, man. Well, then let's, let's go since, you know, I have a lot less talking to do today. Yeah, that's for, that's for sure. All right, so... First off, uh, before we uh, get into guests and everything, our first segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on first in AEW this week because we have uh, new tag team champions there in AEW as the Guns, the spawn of of Billy Gunn, have taken the belts away from the acclaimed and kind of a shocker on Dynamite last night. Joe, what are your thoughts on the Guns winning the titles? I would have thought they had a lot better tag teams in AEW. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised too that they switched those belts to them. It was kind of I think it caught everybody a little bit off guard. Um, not sure if they're just trying to set something up for Revolution to, you know, maybe uh, get a little extra pop out of them winning the belts back or something like that. But uh, you know, a little bit of a surprise there. I, I I like I said, I was just caught off guard when I I heard the news and then watched the show and it's like wow. I, I did not see that coming. 
you know, everybody has uh, their opinions on teams and things like that. And I'm just never been a big fan of those guys, you know, and it's like, if you think of tag team champions, you know, I think of them as the second tier of tag teams in in AEW, and it's it's just mind-boggling to me how teams like Pentagon and Phoenix and and how uh, you know LAX never seemed to get any of those runs, and and they was always looking at that second tier tag team to give them the titles for some reason if they weren't putting it on the books. So, yeah, when I saw that, I was kind of like, wow, the guns. You know, it was a big deal. They put it on the acclaimed when it seemed like they didn't want to put it on the acclaimed, but they got so much support that they felt it was time to make the make the move to actually give them the titles. And it's like, oh, it it just seemed their run was kind of lackluster. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised. I I'm trying to figure out what the rationale is. And like I said, I think the only thing that I can really think of is they're trying to set up something big for Revolution uh, coming up at the beginning of next month, but. But otherwise, I'm I'm I don't know. I'm a little taken aback by it. So, well, yeah, you know, you look at tag teams, and you know, if you're going to take your top three, four, five tag teams in that company, I don't think they were that team. So it's you know, I, I always want you know the the up and coming or, or the best tag team to to hold my tag belts, not you know my fifth best tag team. So. Well, I guess we're going to see. A, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I guess we're going to see where that's going to end up. Um, you know, also on Dynamite this week. Um, yeah, but we did have some pretty good matches there with uh, MJF uh, getting a nice win against Takeshita. And we also had a great match with Brian Danielson and Roosh. Uh, but I think, I think one of the more interesting things that came out of that show was that MJF promo where he was telling the little story about his prom date. And uh, ended up getting calls to the, to the Nassau County Police, uh, believe it or not. I mean, talk about th- a throwback to kayfabe that that actually happened. Uh, Joe, what what are your thoughts on of them setting up this match with Danielson and MJF? You, you, you're looking forward to it. And, you know, how effective has MJF been? Up and down, you know, different different situations. Uh, again, it was kind of force fed. Like, okay, we he it's similar to the Cody situation that there was a plan in place, and despite injury or whatever issues with MJF, it was more of walking out of the company. But it was like this is the plan in place, and even though there's that slow build for X amount of months when the guy wasn't there, which is how it was in both cases, that it was like, okay, now they're back, let's go. And it's like other other stuff that was in place seemed to be forgotten. Uh, you know, with the Cody Rhodes thing, I'm going to change my opinion a little bit where I thought that they should play out everything with Sami Zayn, but but I get it. Cody Cody was, was, was the hot guy, the promo with Heyman, you know, and – that's where they want to go. So despite the, the success of certain things, you know, they feel that MJF is the guy who's going to be their flag bearer and, and WWE thinks Cody's going to be their flag bearer. So they have to get to it despite the popularity of other people that took advantage of a situation where they may not have had that opportunity had those guys been there earlier. Yeah, this is going to be fascinating to see 
you know, where they take this and, you know, a 60-minute Ironman match for MJF. I, you know, one thing that intrigues me about that match is, you know, obviously, we know Brian Danielson's going to be able to to handle that. But this is a huge test for MJF in the ring to be able to go that long with somebody like Danielson. I think it's going to be a great education for him. I, do you, how, how well do you think that match is going to go? I think it'll go fine because he is in there with Brian Danielson, who is one of the best wrestlers in the world. You know, he's going to make sure that the match is going to be what it's going to be. You know, MJF can wrestle. Uh, is he as, as great as Brian Danielson? Absolutely not. But when you get two guys together, it's a lot easier to have that match with Brian Danielson then, you know, it is with pretty much 95% of your roster. So, you know, the idea is, is this guy the superstar that you think he is? And obviously they feel that strongly enough that MJF can go out there and do it. And right now he's meant to be the face of the company. And for him to, to, to keep that going because of the talent in AEW and the Jerichos and, and Claudios and Samoa Joes, if MJF is going to be the one to, to, to be the guy, well, then he's got to go out there and people need to say, wow, what a great match it was. And despite the fact that it might be because Brian Danielson put everything together and it was fantastic, you know, it takes two to tango. And if MJF can hang with that, then they could feel a lot more confident, uh, you know, down the line. Yeah, this will be a real benchmark for him coming up at AEW Revolution the first weekend of March. So we'll see how that goes. And of course, you know, we kind of touched on Elimination Chamber. We're gonna and uh, Cody Rhodes. We're gonna talk about that in the second hour when we uh, dig into that and give our predictions for what's going to happen in Elimination Chamber. But uh, we are gonna head to break here in just seconds so we can get our first guest on the amazing, the talented, the dashing one, Chris Bay uh, from impact wrestling. But uh, first just want to remind everybody that if you're driving around out there, Hey, we got to get some breakfast in you and you know, some great lunches. They just did a, a unbelievable five course dinner over there too at our good friends at unique eats on 3100 South Durango sweet 100 unbelievable omelets and Breakfast. I mean, the pancakes are bigger than your head. I mean, amazing food, award-winning pizzas, uh, just an incredible dining experience with celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco. So you want to get over there right now if you're driving around or if you're you know just making some lunch plans here before you watch that you know, Eagles celebration coming up, head on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, and uh of course, they do catering as well, so you can check that out. Uh, Dominic d- is, can do it all, so uh, give him a call at 702-992-3038. at 702-992-3038. And uh, visit the website at uniqueeatslv.com. That's uniqueeatslv.com. All right, so stick around, everybody. We have got Chris Bay coming up. Can't wait to talk to him. He's in studio live, and you'll get to hear from him here for the rest of the hour. So stick around here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM. We will be right back.
This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the number one pro wrestling show. Well, in the multiverse. We just that's just what we like to say. We're the best. That's all there is to it. The Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM and still on 720 AM for a little bit yet. And Joe DeFalco from Future Stars of Wrestling on the line as well. Mr. DeFalco, are you still awake? I'm still awake. I'm watching the Super Showdown with Shannon Sharp and, uh, you know, the other idiot. (laughs) Are you ready for Eagles Celebration Day today, by the way? Actually, I'm a big, big fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. But I believe, and I've made my bets on Philadelphia because I believe there's a better team this year. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you wised up. Thank you. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see if uh, the, if, if Jalen Hurts gets it done today. I'm excited. Yeah, I hope it should so. Be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. So we we shall see. But hey, we have a very special guest in studio with us today. And I cannot tell you how much of a fan I am of this guy's work. And, of course, uh, Joe, you know this guy very well because he trained with you. So Yeah, we made, it, we made him what he is today. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we have on with us uh, dashing Chris Bay, who's going to be at um, – we've got a pay-per-view coming up from Impact Wrestling here in Las Vegas, a No Surrender, on Friday the 24th. That's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So you want to make sure to tune in for that. You can catch on an Impact Plus and on YouTube. And if you want to get tickets here in Las Vegas, just go to impactwrestling.com backslash events and check that out. And I'm sure everybody would love to see you down at the Impact tapings. So that should be a lot of fun. And with that, we welcome in Chris Bay, everybody. Chris, how are you? I'm doing awesome, actually. I'm I'm in studio with you, so this is pretty pretty epic. Yeah, yeah we're doing some live Las Vegas chatting. Yeah, well, you're kind of used to doing stuff in studio. Yeah, this is my this is my favorite way to do it. I like the the uh, the personal level of this. Absolutely, very happy to have you here. Well, you know, Chris, there's so much we could talk about in you know with your amazing career so far. You know, it, it's only been five years, but man, you have come a long way of course you you were of course the x division champion impact at one point and you've been doing so much in the sport you're in the bullet club and everything else Uh, give us a little background on how you got into professional wrestling and you know the learning process of getting to where you are now um it's it's a pretty simple story you know i was like anybody else who loves pro wrestling uh i watched it as a kid really young i knew that it was exactly what i wanted to do with my life and that uh, it was my purpose. So like anybody, you know, you do research and you find a good school. It's funny. I was going through my emails last night and I found an email that I had sent to Team 3D Academy when I was about 19 years old trying to figure out how to get in the industry and how much, you know, wrestling schools cost. But when I was 20, when I first turned 20, uh, I visited Las Vegas for the first time and I fell in love with this place. And a friend of mine said, you know, they probably have a wrestling school here. So I said, you know what? That's true. Let me go ahead and do some research. And I found this wonderful place you might have heard of called Future Stars of Wrestling. And I called to get more information. And I talked to a man named Joe DeFalco. <laughs> and uh, he was very kind in explaining to me how Future Stars of Wrestling works and who all is the trainers there. And they have representation from everybody who's been anywhere. You know, they... 
they had Kenny King or half Kenny King, I should say, you know, D'Lo Brown, Sin Bodie, uh, TJP. Uh, so it just sounded like the best bang for my buck at the time, you know, where I could learn from people who have been everywhere in wrestling. And, uh, you know, very shortly after that, I moved to Vegas and st- began training at Future Stars of Wrestling under all those people I just mentioned. Also, Karrion uh, Cross, who was on his come up at the time. Uh, he was the champion of FSW. And the rest was history. Here I am today. You know, I spent every day at training, you know, five days a week for, you know, the first couple of years at least until I got busy on the road. And, uh, you know, here I am telling the story now, you know, Impact Wrestling. I've wrestled every major platform that there is from WWE to Impact to New Japan, um, Ring of Honor. So here I am. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing story for you. And, you know, for people that haven't seen you wrestle, you know, you're not one of the super heavyweights or anything like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. But what you do in the ring is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, take us through developing a style and learning how to do everything in the ring that you do, and you know, positioning and and technique and so on. You know, what was that process like for you to get from just walking in the door and saying hi to becoming the wrestler that you are? Honestly, uh, it wasn't as easy as I make it seem with the art of finesse, right? Um, I wanted to have have this vision, you know, in my head when I started that I was going to be a certain style of wrestler, which isn't the style that I actually became, you know. Um, I I was, you know, in the gym and I was fairly strong for my size, so I thought I was going to be a powerhouse at first. (laughs) And then I got into wrestling and saw how big you know, a lot of wrestlers are. And I was like, well, you know, this isn't going to work. I'm going to have to <laughs> gonna have to figure something else out. And, uh, you know, the Joe was putting me in there with some talented people who they were kicking my butt, you know, and, I, and throwing me around the ring. And I was like, well, I, I'm probably smaller than I, than I think I am in my mind. So I have to adapt a new style. So uh, my studying kind of transferred over more to like, you know, watching, you know, um, WCW, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and uh, Dean Malenko, you know, the cruiserweights of WCW. And I was always a fan of the X Division, so like early AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, um, Petey Williams, Chris Sabin, and uh, even Sanjay Dutt. I loved Sanjay Dutt. And um, I had to start creating a new style. And I believe it or not, I couldn't even flip, you know, when I got into wrestling. I didn't even know how to flip. So what? Really? I, I could not. It was not It's not a thing that <laughs> early wow. Chris Bay knew how to do, but there's a, a wrestler locally at FSW named Damian Drake who I had my first match with, but uh, he actually taught me how to flip. And, uh, you know, we spent some time at, you know, these trampoline parks here in Las Vegas learning how to flip. And the, trampol- the trampoline parks in town? Yeah, and the parkour and trampoline trampoline facilities here where I learned how to do my flips and and master that. And then I took him over to the ring and I realized, you know, like there's this new style that was evolving, seeing guys like Leo Rush come up and, uh, you know, these smaller wrestlers who were uh, creating their own new style, you know. I was like, man, um, that's more the avenue I need to go into to kind of make this really work for myself. And that's when I started adapting this style of, you know, the art of finesse where it was more of a, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm more elusive and, and evasive. And uh, also with a good balance of high flying, and then I can get technical if I need to get technical. And uh, I just put it all in one in the one ball, and it worked out perfectly when I got to Impact because I got to show that off in the X division and work with people from all styles and 
you know, because the X Division is open to all styles. So it just all worked out in my favor. But when I started, it was not what I thought I was going to be today. I thought I was going <laughs> to be power bombing everybody and, you know, military pressing people to the floor and all that stuff. But that wasn't who I ended up being. I'm glad I became who I am. I like this style. Well, you are very impressive at it. What was that like the first time you walked into Impact? And you know, how were you feeling? I mean, I, I can only imagine it's like, wow, you know, this is this is TV. This is pretty big stuff. How, how did you feel when you first took your first shot in Impact? Um, it was it was honestly like very great. And um, of course, you get those nerves. But I honestly never get super nervous about wrestling because this is really all I ever wanted to do. So like. You know, um, I've always been, like, ready to do it. I have those excited nerves, but I've never been like, oh, my God, like, this is this is crazy. So when I first saw Impact Wrestling in person, uh, after being, a you know, a fan of them since, you know, their inception, I was like, man, okay, this place is cool. And then I got a vibe of the locker room, and I was like, man, everybody here is cool. Like, this is a really cool group of people. I would love to work with these people. I would love to work around these people. And uh, when they gave me that opportunity to wrestle my first match uh, against the Rascals, who, you know, now North NXT North American champion Wesley and uh, my, my good friend Zachary Wentz, you know, both of those guys, Trey Miguel was ringside, and they had me with Mike Seidel, brother of Matt Seidel. And uh, we got this opportunity to wrestle these guys in their debut for Impact. Um, I just felt comfortable. And if you watch that match back, you know, there's one part where, you know, I, I hit that hard camera and I throw up the one-shot symbol, and then I get back to getting my butt whooped a little bit from the rascals. <laughs> but, like, I felt comfortable in that moment. I always felt comfortable in the ring. And I knew at that very moment after that match, the little bit of opportunity I got to shine in the impact ring, and it was at Samstown where you can see us at No Surrender on February 24th. You can also see the fallout from No Surrender, February 25th and 26th. Tickets on sale at impactwrestling.com. You can see that there. It was at Samstown where it all began for me there. And um, I was comfortable. And I knew after that one night that that was where I wanted to work. That was where I wanted to be. When you found out that you were going to be the X Division champion. Yeah. What was that like for you? Because obviously you're you're in there with so many of people that you respect and have followed. And all of a sudden you get the call. Yeah. And you know, and it's a dream of every wrestler to win a major championship. Yeah. What was going through your mind when you knew it was going to happen and, and when you got hold of that title? Um, it was bittersweet because it was in the minute, uh, the middle of, uh, you know, that pandemic that we had and, uh, you know, we were wrestling in front of no live crowds at the time. So it was very bittersweet. I had signed with impact wrestling probably six months prior and I was on this incredible role, but I was doing it without the fans there live. So it almost didn't feel real. So when I got the information, I was like, okay, well, this is of course what I wanted. This is what I not expected because I don't like to have expectations. I feel like those set you up for disappointment when things don't go your way. So I'd rather have appreciation than expectation. And uh, when I realized that this was really going to happen and against one of my favorite opponents in Willie Mack. Oh, he's someone. so good too. He's great. And he's a local as well here. Um, you know, I, I had some great matches with him on the independence. And so to have this now slam anniversary, you know, second biggest pay-per-view that impact has the offer, you know, uh, I watched many slam anniversaries growing up. And then for me and Willie to be in this position to be competing for the X division championship and this to be my moment, you know, I was, I was so excited for, you know, I think I was 24 years young and um, 
it was a great moment. But I remember when I won the championship and uh, the ref handed it to me, as crazy as I went, I remember, like, looking around and there was no fans, you know. And I remember getting to the back and the pay-per-view was going, so everybody's still moving around and, you know, we got to get to the next thing. So there's not too much attention on me. And then I cut a post-promo and uh, not to say I wanted the attention, but, you know, this is just how it went for me. And, um, you know, I cut the post-match promo and then I remember, like, going to FaceTime with my mom and my mom slept she forgot the pay-per-view was that oh, night. No. so i wake her up oh. with this facetime call and i'm like mom i got the x division title like look here it is right here like, you know i won the belt and it didn't feel real you know it really just didn't feel real because there weren't people there but the internet was going crazy and what really sealed the deal was when i hopped in my uber to go back to the hotel i just wanted to see how many people had been x division champion so i googled you know impact x division champion and uh it said First champion, 2002, I think, uh, you know, AJ Styles, current champion, Chris Bay. And I'm sitting there with oh, the title man. on the lap, and I was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> I, I am the X Division champion. This is real right now. Like, lock in, buddy. I know people weren't here to feel that, but this is real. Like, you're the X Division champion. You did it. Like, your name is in history now. Like, people like Kurt Angle have held this championship. Bobby Lashley, you know, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Willie Mack, who I just had got it from, you know, Rich Swan prior to that, like Kenny King, so many people that you've you've looked up to and you've admired, you've respected throughout your lifetime. Like, they've held this championship, and now your name goes on that list. Here it is right here. This is real. You did it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep that momentum going. It was great, you know. It's the most important championship to this date that I've won in my career. And I hope to one day touch it again. Trey Miguel's holding it down right now, you know. He'll probably be stealing the show, doing some crazy stuff at No Surrenders, trying to steal it from me in our six-man tag match that we're going to definitely talk about. But Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it was a great opportunity. that they, they, It showed that the company believed in me and that they trusted me with this and that they knew that, you know, I'd be around for a while. Well, it's interesting when we talk about And, of course, we're on with Chris Bay from Impact Wrestling. I, it's interesting when we talk about the pandemic and – so many wrestlers have brought up about how hard that was wrestling without fans in yeah, there. Yeah. And, you know, part of ring psychology is getting those fans involved and, and feeling that reaction and going through your match and, you know, sometimes seeing, okay, well, this is working. This isn't yeah. based on what the fans are doing. How hard was that to be wrestling without fans like that? It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I really wish to never do it again. You know, it, it, it's possible. You know, we all went out there and did it. We had to, um, not because you know our jobs were on the line or anything like that, but because it's what we do. We wanted to entertain people and we wanted to help people because what we do with wrestling and what we do with our sport not only is just for people's entertainment, but it's also for their um, their their health. You know, their their mental health. Because I I'm a big proponent of it. Understanding what wrestling did for me as a kid. You know, like there were days when I had really bad days, but I knew that, you know, I'm going to watch Impact Wrestling tonight or I'm going to watch, you know, Raw tonight or whatever wrestling it was that I was, or I got this sick DVD that's coming in the mail or that I can go pick up from, you know, Walmart or whatever local store. Like, I knew wrestling was always going to be my escape. You know, I used to fall asleep to wrestling. It was my comfort food. No matter what, every night I put on wrestling and, uh, you know, fall asleep to wrestling. So I understand from that aspect that that was what we were doing by wrestling in front of no fans. There might not have been fans there, but there were fans who were, you know, going through tough times during that at at uh that time, you know, people who lost their job, people who were losing their health, you know. 
And uh, we were able to provide that comfort food for them and that escape for them, even if so, just for two hours, they can tune into Impact Wrestling and watch us all put our bodies on the line for their entertainment and try so hard to entertain them without the fans. But it was hard, man, because I'm a real um, fan interactive type wrestler, you know, so I had to dial a lot of my stuff back because there was no uh, reciprocation from the crowd, you know, and it makes you question yourself as a performer because you don't know what lands or what doesn't land. You know, you're like, okay, well, I think this works or I think Hmm. people will like this, but there's no confirmation of it. So that first show back when we finally got fans back for Slammiversary 2021, I just remember like hearing them so loud and ready. And then when I hit that curtain for that Ultimate X match, they were just like, they were there. And it was for me, I was like, you guys just watched my whole run here with no fans. Now you guys are back. And you guys are treating me like this. Like, I must have did my job properly over the last year and a half. Like, yeah. You know, you guys felt that, and I felt that, you know. Yeah, and, you know, it's pretty exciting to see what Impact has been doing lately. Uh, you know, some, sometimes Impact is, you know, not doesn't get the news of, obviously, a WWE or AEW. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I, I've been noticing the roster and what Impact has been doing lately has been very impressive. I mean, there's a ton of talent and impact right now that you're a part of. 100%, yeah. It's one of the most stacked rosters. Everybody wants to be at Impact Wrestling, whether you know it or not. You know, uh, everybody who's ever come through our locker room can tell you that we have the best, you know, locker room, the funnest locker room, the most, uh, you know, one of the hardest working locker rooms because we all band together to provide the best possible uh, product, you know, and in, in this business, in this world, there's a lot of egos and it's okay to have an ego like me. You know, I'm the best wrestler in the world. I of know, course you you know? Are. Like, know this. Yeah. I know this, but I also <laughs> show my camaraderie and my brotherhood with my impact uh, locker room. And uh, we, we all put on the best show possible. And if you watch our product on access TV on Thursdays, you know, or if you don't got that, you can get the impact insiders, the ultimate insiders on YouTube's 99 cents a month. You can go ahead and watch the shows or if you go ahead opt for the five ninety nine option, you can get the shows and the app specials like No Surrender coming up February twenty fourth, Samstown. Very nice. You know, uh, Las Vegas live, you know, on Bay Purview. But uh, we we always put on the best show, and if you watch the full show, you wa- you sit down and watch a two hour episode of Impact, you'll see we have like the most congruent shows that are out there in wrestling. Because a lot of these products that are out there, not to diss on anybody, but like. They lack congruency in a lot of places or your continuity in a lot of places. And uh, we try to stay true to that and provide a really good, solid product through and through from our knockouts division to, you know, our, our male talent. You know, we, re- we really have that type of product. And the only way to find out for yourself if you are unaware or if you've never given it a shot is to sit down and watch an episode. I promise you won't be disappointed. You'll be a returning viewer. It's, it's a great show. and It's the best show. That's why I re-signed recently to Impact Wrestling. That's why I see myself there for the foreseeable future, and it's why one day I would love to be the world champion of Impact Wrestling. All right. Well, that sounds terrific. Well, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Chris more about what's going on with Impact and, of course, the big shows coming up at Samstown over the weekend of the 24th, uh, 25th, and 26th. It's going to be a great time down at Samstown. And, you know, Chris has a pretty hobby he's pretty good at, too. (laughs) Just pretty some pretty solid work. So we're going to get to talk about that, get into his life a little bit. It's a great time with Chris Bay here on the Mark Hoke show. Um, and just want to remind everybody, and I cannot ask Chris the question on, you know, who's, who might be winning a couple of these matches, but 
if you didn't know, you can bet on wrestling. That's right. You go to betonline.ag, and they actually have odds up for a couple matches on slam on this uh, pay-per-view coming up, No Surrender. Yeah. So I, 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 I can't do it, but you know, still, if you want to bet on wrestling or anything else, and, of course, the Super Bowl is coming up today, so you might want to place some bets on there. We've got a great code. If you go to markhokeshow.com, you can click on that banner. You'll see it. It's huge. Can't miss it. And you put in the code BOL1000, and you're going to get a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. So you can get bet on all your favorite wrestling events, you know, including No Surrender. So we'd certainly appreciate if you do that. So once again, that's betonline.ag. Go to markhokeshow.com first. Click on the banner. Sign up. And get that big bonus and you know, bet on what's going to be going on in the world of professional wrestling and so much more. So check that out. We would certainly appreciate it. All right. And we come back. We're going to have more with Chris Bay from Impact Wrestling. And don't forget, coming up second hour, Baby Doll from the days of the NWA and Mid-Atlantic, Jim Crockett. Going to be a great time with her, too. So stick around for more here on the Mark Oak Show. We will be right back. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back here on The Mark Hoke Show on KDWN 101.5 FM. Thanks for being with us today. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke along with uh, Joe DeFalco, who's got one of his prize students in the house right now as we are joined by Chris Bay here live in studio. Very happy to have you, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Still awesome to be here. I'm still yeah, still having a great time. I'm awake. Nice. Yeah, maybe you know, if you want to, you can hang around and talk to Baby Doll, too. <laughs> that might be too sweet. I think the audience would enjoy that. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned too sweet because I wanted to ask you about Bullet Club. Let's talk about it. And I have to tell you, you know, I've been a longtime fan of the Bullet Club, and seeing you in it is pretty cool. I, I got to say, what was it like to get that call with New Japan and and the guys and being a part of Bullet Club? It was a uh, it was crazy and um, surreal because this it all started that first weekend back with fans. Like I was talking about the same Slammiversary weekend twenty twenty one, 
you know, where I was walking into the Ultimate X match hoping that I would, you know, become a two-time X Division champion. And after Josh Alexander hit me in the head with the championship and I oh. fell 15 feet from the Ultimate X oh. onto my back, <laughs> I realized that that wasn't to be that night. But when I walked back into my locker room, um, that was accompanied by Rohit. Rohit, classic Rohit. We miss him at Impact Wrestling. I do at least. Um, after I kicked him out, I saw a Bullet Club t-shirt sitting on my on my chair, which was very confusing because there's nobody in Bullet Club at Impact Wrestling, or so I thought for the moment. Um, and then Jay White shows up, and he half extends this offer for me to possibly join Bullet Club. I got to prove myself though, and uh, I did so against you know a former IWGP. United States champion and Juice Robinson, now Bullet Club member and Juice Robinson, AEW's Juice Robinson. And um, it was one of those things where I remember first getting into wrestling and knowing what Bullet Club was and, you know, working Ring of Honor, uh, you know, doing the cables for the camera crew ringside and being in the arena when Adam Cole and, you know, the Young Bucks would come out and feeling that Bullet Club energy at the time and thinking, man, this is this is sweet, like. I would love a Bullet Club t-shirt. And then one of my trainers and Impact roster members, um, Kenny King, told me, you know, why are you worried about Bullet Club t-shirts? You should worry about Chris Bay t-shirts. And I was like, you're right. So I didn't go get a Bullet Club t-shirt, even though my friend sent me one in the mail. I didn't I didn't go <laughs> buy one. But the day would come in 2021 when Jay White would extend this offer and make me an official member of Bullet Club, and I would get my own Real Bullet Club t-shirt through New Japan. You can get that on Shop New Japan, the Finesse Club shirts. You can also get another variation from Shop Impact Finesse Club shirts. And um, it was crazy. It was just surreal. And I remember like asking Jay White after he gave me the t-shirt and we made it official. I remember we walked back to the back and I was like, this is real, right? Like you're not, this isn't a joke. Like you guys aren't going to beat me up in a couple weeks and kick me out. Right? Like, <laughs> like this is real. And he was like, no, man, you know, this is. 100% real, you know. Jay White accent that I can't do, which Jay White, I mean, he just lost this match in New Japan, loser leaves Japan match against Hikuleu, the traitor of Bullet Club. And um, wow, that dirt bag. Now, now, where does Jay White land, right? That's what <laughs> we have to figure out. Does he come back to Impact Wrestling so we can reunite Beyblade and the, the JBC, the J and Bay connection? Um, or do we just see what Jay White does next? Does he, does he join our brothers? The good brothers over in the WWE, does he go to AEW? Does he stay free and use the forbidden door, the forbidden oh, door, as boy. I like to call it, and go all over the world? The only way you can find that out is by following Jay White, which I already know you all like to breathe with the switchblade, and I thank him so much for making me a part of Bullet Club. It's crazy, man. I got I got to go over to Japan a couple months ago and represent Bullet Club in the, uh, the, um, the Super Junior Tag League with Ace Austin. You know, we went out there and we made it all the way to the finals and almost won the trophies, almost brought those back to America, almost went on the Wrestle Kingdom, but almost is not quite complete. So we have to do that in the coming future. But what we did do while we were out there was pin the IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. So we want to rematch for those. Well, you guys are going to be making your presence felt at No Surrender here in Samstown as uh, you're going to be teaming with Ace Austin and Kenta, yeah. taking on Alex Shelley and Chris Saban and Kushida. Yeah. That's going to be an awesome match. It's going to be insane. Kush, uh, Kenta is coming to Impact Wrestling. 
and he's coming to team with Ace and I. We have something going on with the Motor City Machine Guns because they have what we want in those Impact World Tag Team Championships. And I I beat Kushida a couple weeks ago. You know, me and Ace, you know, we beat Kushida and Kevin Knight. This week coming up on Impact this Thursday, me and Kushida will go one-on-one. And my plan is to beat him again and get some momentum going into No Surrender. And then Kenta's going to show up and put them all to sleep. So it's going to be sweet. Yeah, it's going to be a great match, and it's going to be a great night for No Surrender. Of course, that's here in town at Samstown on the 24th, 5 p.m., so make sure you get down there and check it out. And, uh, Chris, you know, I don't want to – I want to make sure we get to talk about, you know, the the hobby that you have because you are quite the talented uh, music man. Yeah, yeah, I am. That I am. It's been a part of my life, all my life, and now I get to express it and show it to the world. I, uh, I dropped the album a couple months ago in Halloween. It's called The Top Floors, available on all uh, streaming platforms. I just dropped a new music video on YouTube. It's called Real Life. It's from the album The Top Floor, and I'm dropping a single tomorrow on my 27th birthday. We're dropping a song called 13 Hours Out that I wrote in Japan, and uh, we're dropping it on the 13th because, you know, synchronicity and all that good stuff. And next month I'll be dropping an EP on the 23rd called 23CB. So wow. more 23s, you know. But, um, yeah, man, the music is great. And if you listen to my music, there's something for you there. There's a different style everywhere. I don't, I'm don't. i not a one-trick pony. Um, you should check it out. It's on all streaming platforms under Chris Bay. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, you are a multi-talented individual, to say the least. Yeah, you know, I appreciate you, but I'm just getting started. That's right. And, uh, Chris, if anybody wants to follow you on your social media, give that out so uh, they can check you out and keep up with you as you continue your uh, progression through the world of professional wrestling. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dashing Chris Bay. That's B E Y, not B A E. Dashing, you know, shout out Cody Rhodes going to WrestleMania. Good friend of mine. Dashing Chris Bay. You can follow me on all those social media platforms and find me everywhere. Chris Bay on YouTube. And you can find me also on Impact Wrestling on Thursday nights, Access TV, and uh, Ultimate Insiders on YouTube. And you can find me at Samstown, February 24th, 25th, 26th. For No Surrender and the fallout of No Surrender, I'll be there with the rest of the Impact roster with my tag team partner, Ace Austin, and with Kenta. Kenta's coming to Impact Wrestling. That's awesome. So you can find me there. You can come see us live at Samstown, make some history, be a part of it, buy some of our sweet merchandise that you can get on Shop Impact, but you can get right in person at Samstown if you're here in Las Vegas. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be just too sweet. Too sweet. Yep, you bet. Well, Chris, thanks for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it. And, guys, make sure you check that out at Samstown coming up. It's No Surrender with Impact Wrestling. And if you haven't seen Impact for a while, give it a shot because you don't know what you're missing. It's going to be a great time. Chris, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for having me. All right. And when we come back, we'll get more. We'll get Joe DeFalco back in here. And Baby Doll coming up on the show. How about that? A double dip of fantastic guests. So stick around, everybody. For more on The Mark Oak Show, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show, Facebook, The Mark Oak Show, markoakshow.com. Kind of get the theme there and check out the podcast like you get to hear from Chris Bay at markoakshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. Stick around, everybody. We will be right back with more on The Mark Oak Show. Want more of The Mark Oak Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show and visit markhokeshow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. 
And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.